Alright, hey, it's just Cronus here right now. I'm not sure if we're going to have a podcast out this week. We should. A lot of stuff going on uh, in my life and some other other podcasters' lives. We have somebody moving. Uh, Somebody had some issues that we'll probably talk about in the next podcast. Um, Other folks are working and somebody else went to um, Lake Tahoe. So on Wednesday, we couldn't do the podcast because I was doing a very long trip um, to Michigan and then driving back with my daughter. It was a 32-hour trip, and I drove the vast majority of it. So, yeah, I flew on Tuesday at 7.30. I landed in Michigan, and we left uh, the Detroit area right around 8.30. And we, me and my oldest daughter, who drives now, we drove her little P2 Cruiser um, to California, which is about... I think it's like 23, 24 miles, something like that. And we just drove it all the way straight through, um, me and her. Uh, mostly me, she was tired, which is fine. I mean, she never drove long distance, especially that long distance. That was a long time. So I just drunk, drank a whole bunch of sugar-free Red Bulls and just let it ride. So at one point, I think I was about four, four hours away from home, and I was getting really tired. I was going to ask my, my daughter to wake up and... And start driving, but she, um, she was still really tired. And I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll just pull over and just take a nap. Um, and then that song by Cake, The Distance, came on, <laughs> and I was like, you know what? Let's just uh, let's make it. So, um, so I made it. Uh, made it all the way home. Um, the main reason why we didn't stop is because, for y'all that don't know, my mom passed away a few months ago, and her services were today. So, and today is also World Mental Health Day. So, yeah, that's a, it's a trip, isn't it? So, yeah, basically I didn't give myself enough time to really stop because I had to pick up the memorial wreath wreath uh, for my mom for her services. And I had to pick that up on, on Friday. So I had to make sure I was back by at least, by, by Thursday, sometime on Thursday. So I ended up getting back to my house at about, I think it was 3 in the morning on Thursday. So... We, uh, it was supposed to, we basically beat our time. We're supposed to do it in like 34 hours, but we got here in, in 32 hours. So I wasn't going too, too fast because it was a PT Cruiser, obviously. It's not going too fast. Um, and wanted to stay safe. So my daughter, in the, my daughter in the car. So yeah, it was a, it was an interesting trip. Um, and I'll have my daughter with me for a few days, for a few months, actually, th- through at least the holidays, which would be cool. Um, I haven't been able to see her in a long time because of COVID-19. Um, for y'all that don't know, um, because of COVID-19, I can't really go anywhere because my, my girlfriend came back. She is a CHD or it's a con- uh, congenital heart disease. So she has, um, she's had three open heart surgeries in her life. So, um, she is at high risk for COVID-19. So we've been staying at home, staying safe. Um, this is the second time we've had to split up. Um, because of COVID-19, the first time was when my mom first passed away, and my brother um, came out. He, he came up from San Diego, uh, obviously, to, to, to mourn and grieve with us. And um, after he left, um, I had to quarantine for eight days, then get the COVID-19 test. When it was negative, we got to reunite. So I did the same thing this time. I won't be able to see um, my girlfriend or my, my little one, um, Riley, for at least eight days starting from today. So that really sucks. And uh, to put on top of all that, I'm doing Sober October. So probably the worst year for me to do Sober October 
in the month of October because obviously my mom's services um, were was today. Um, we had a split for my family. I got my oldest back, which is great, but uh, her birthday's this month too. So um, yeah, it sucks. I wish I could uh, have a couple of drinks, but I'm sticking with sober October. I said I was gonna do it. And so I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna stick through it. It's not too terribly hard. It just sucks when I sleep, but I got melatonin for that. Um, there's a uh, on it actually has if you go to o n n i t dot com they have a really good melatonin spray that you can just spray in your mouth and it it puts me out pretty well. But it's kind of trippy because um, if I do two sprays, I usually I'll sleep pretty good, but then I'll wake up in the middle of the night, um, and it's kind of difficult to go back to kind of difficult to go back to sleep. But eventually I'll get back to sleep. But if I take three sprays, I'm definitely out. But then I have problems getting up uh, in the morning. Um, and for me on work days, um, that's kind of a big deal because I don't use an alarm clock. I've been using an alarm clock since I was in the Marine Corps. I just get up naturally on time. But when I take three sprays of melatonin, it's difficult for me to get my, um, my little internal clock going on track. So, yeah, part of my beard, if it's all messed up, I've been wearing a mask today. Um... And yeah, and it's been uh, it's been stressful. So other than that, you know, I've been uh, the infinity base is done. I'm sure you can see behind me. There's like stuff. There's well, you can't really see because I'm using a different lens today. Um, but I have some paintings of Thanos behind me, and there's other stuff. I, I'll do a tour of the infinity base probably in the next couple of weeks. Uh, it's still a little messy right now because I have um, piles and piles of comic books that uh, have accumulated because when we first moved. Uh, there was a huge disaster with, um, I, I installed the washer and dryer, but I did install the, the, the washer, uh, the washing machines like drain tube correctly. And so I turned the washing machine on in the middle of the night, went to bed, got up in the morning and there was water everywhere. And I use these things called drawer boxes, which are like these cardboard, um, comic book boxes that you can actually pull in and out. And, um, but they're cardboard. And so they were on the floor when I had water, standing water on the floor. And so, yeah, um, it destroyed uh, some of my drawer boxes and some of my comics. And I think that's the first time, or maybe the second time, uh, my girlfriend saw me go through, like, legit rage. <laughs> so I was so, so angry. But because of that, um, I kind of lost track of some of the comics that I've been reading um, because a lot of my comics got disorganized. And um, there was only a few series that I was keeping up on, so, like, I kept getting my main pulls, um, but I just didn't keep up on a bunch of comics that I didn't know where I left off on, left off at. So because of that, I had um, basically two years worth of comics that were loose comics, and other comics that I did read, they were bagged and boarded, but they weren't alphabetized the way I wanted them to in my drawer boxes. I didn't have enough room to put them anywhere. But now I do, so I know exactly where I left off for all my comics. And um, I, all the ones that are bagged and boarded that I read, they're all put away. And all the ones that are loose comics right now, I have um, alphabetized in, in numerical order so I can just pick up where I left off. It'll just take me a few weeks, <laughs> just getting a couple of months to catch back up. Um, but I'll, I'll look forward to that because there's a lot of comics that I, I really wanted to get back to reading, like Wonder Woman. Um, some of the more obscure uh, comics from, uh, what was it? The Dark Knight's Metal, Silencer, and there was one about the Speedster. I think his name was Side Sideways was another one. The Immortal, Immortal Hulk I want to catch up on. Now they have the Immortal She-Hulk. Hopefully this time it'll be actually interesting because the last She-Hulk comic, she comic that they had was straight garbage. The first three or four comics 
she didn't even hulk out. It's like, I don't really care about Jennifer as um, an attorney. I care about She-Hulk fucking shit up. So this one looks like she's going to be um, at least in She-Hulk form. So I look forward to seeing that. Um, I caught up on Empire. Empire, I, I stayed current with that one. So that was a, a cool um, event happened with Marvel that I, that I really enjoyed. Um, it was cool to have a new uh, sort of villainous uh, side with a Katati. That was that was a neat thing. Um, yeah, but there's a whole bunch of comics that I you know I need to catch up on. That I'll I'll do so, and then I'll be able to get back to like talking about more and more comics instead of just like Batman and a few other series that I've been you know really caught up on. So so yeah, um, World Health Day I didn't know was today. Um, until a bunch of people had mentioned it, um, and to me, um, I have, I have, you know, mental health issues, um, I have uh, post-traumatic stress and depression, it's things that I talk about every now and again, but it's something that I think, uh, more people should talk about, um, to sort of normalize it, especially, I think, men and, and, uh, men of African descent especially, because we go through issues that we just kind of sweep under the rug and nobody, nobody really talks about it and they don't realize that we're going through these issues. Um, I have gone through therapy and I, you know, do a lot of things to make sure that my mental health is, is um, healthy. That sounds stupid, but I make sure that um, my mental health is sound. Um, that's why I work out so much. Um, it's why I have, like... Um, certain things that I do, you know, uh, part of my sticking with my mental health is actually part of this podcast. Being able to see my friends and family every week and talk to them and bullshit with them uh, every Wednesday night at, at eight thirty has been great, great for, for my mental health. Um, just to talk with a bunch of dudes and just just bullshit. Um, it's been great. I, I really miss seeing all of them. I got to see Prodigy today because he was there at my mom's services. It was good to see him and uh, and, and give him a hug and. Um, yeah, it was, it was really good to just feel like sort of normalized today, even though it was a kind of a, a terrible day, but at the same time I got to say, you know, my goodbyes to my mom, even though it's, you know, a few months late, but yeah, I see my, say my goodbyes in front of everybody and I got to tell a really cool story about, uh, macaroni and cheese about my mom. She made the best macaroni and cheese in the world. Um. My sister is a, is a close second, but my mom, um, we had this whole thing where I would shred the cheese and <sighs> I'm not going to retell the story, but uh, if somebody recorded it, maybe I'll post it somewhere about what hard work means and <clears throat> things that you realize as you grow up, um, you look, you look back and reflect on your time as a child. And if, if you're a, a parent, you look back on those things in a, in a different way. Even if, you're, even if you're not a parent, there are things that you realize as an adult that you might not have realized when you were a child. And you get to look at those from, from mature eyes. And it really highlights how hard it is to be a parent and, and what sacrifices parents do for their children. And a lot of parents, they don't get to hear thank you from their children um, at all. You know, if if they do, it's like the kids might say thank you, but they don't really understand exactly what their parents have gone through, what they've sacrificed for them, and you know how hard it is really just to to, to raise kids and not just want to choke the shit out of them for doing stupid shit. But you know, that's just part of being a kid.
kid and part of being an adult and I see it now and it's it's one of those things that you always hear you know you'll understand it when you get older it's like this when you hear it when you're a, a teenager or a preteen or a kid you're just like yeah whatever I, you know I don't need to hear anything you got to say I know everything or you know you might say it in different words in your mind but um, you discount what your parents say because you think that what you're going through is some unique experience on some level it is it's unique but at the same time um, a lot of things are the same you know we, we all make the same foolish mistakes you know your parents have probably done the similar stupid things that you did when when they were kids and and they they know what it's like on some level even, even with all this new technology you know there's still things that that you'll do that you don't understand like uh when I was driving, this isn't this has nothing to do with stupidity. This story I'm going to tell, but it's uh, it's about my oldest daughter about driving. Uh, there's a lot of things they don't teach you about driving. Like you go to, go through driver's ed, you take these courses, you read all the all the literature, but there's still things that that they don't tell you about like courtesies while driving. Um, I'll give you a perfect I'll give you a perfect example. Um, we were driving, and um, my daughter was coming up on this guy. Um, you know, she was, he didn't get over to pass, which I explained to her, hey, because I explained to her before, if, if you're in the left lane, it's a passing lane, okay? It's not just a fast lane, it's a passing lane. You should be passing cars. And if somebody's coming up behind you that's going faster than you, you should pull to the right, pull over, let them go past you. That's, that's the courteous thing to do. That's what you're supposed to do. So she was coming up behind somebody. She was going faster than them. He pulls over to the right, and there's, but there's a car in front of him, okay? It's like maybe... 10 cars ahead of him. He's got enough room to pull over and then pull back over, you know, let us pass and then pull back over. And he doesn't have to really even change his speed. So he pulls over to the right. And as soon as my daughter pulls, he like starts passing him, she slows down and goes his speed. And then because she's not going his speed, he catches up to the car that's in front of him. So he has to slow down. And so then she slows down. And I'm like, what are you doing? I was like, you have to, he was letting you in. You should pass him or let him back in. Like you're you're boxing him in. He can't go anywhere. And she's like, oh, I was like, yeah. Um, I know you don't you don't know that. Like they don't they don't teach you that. But that's like one of the unspoken rules of the road is like how to be courteous to other drivers. And it's like little little um, little things like that that your parents can help you with to navigate this life through through courtesies and and customs that aren't really taught to you or told to you by uh, by school, which is where most kids get their education from well basic education is through school but they don't really teach us customs like that many customs in school you know there's, there's too many unspoken customs that we all um have to learn kind of the hard way in the society that kids just kind of stumble through and then when they hit those weird customs thing where the customs things where they're, they're they don't know what's right or wrong Sometimes they get chastised for it, and um, when that happened with with my daughter, I was thinking, why doesn't she know this? I was like, well, she doesn't know. Like, how how could she possibly know? And so, if this would have been like a younger version of me when I was a, a much younger man, I might have been more harsh on her about this. But I'm, you know, I'm in my forties now, and I understand that she just doesn't know. There's like no way that she would know. So I just told her the way it is and you know you're not in trouble or anything this this is just how it is you know I'm glad I can teach you this and I think that that's the way I try to come across teaching now like teaching my kids is just like they don't know a lot of stuff even though you know my oldest daughter is older um 
it, it applies more with with her the customs things comes through like being an adult and so that's where things get kind of more nuanced so they're more complicated um stories to tell or you know things to learn but it, it even goes back to you know my toddler she who doesn't know, she doesn't know anything you know uh when I was young, you know, it's it, I didn't really understand that kids don't know shit. <laughs> it's okay, though. You know, little babies, they don't know anything. They, they only know what, what you teach them up until they go to school. And when they go to school, that's that's when I start getting, you know, uh, different influences from different people. Um, but for the, for the most part, up until they start going to school, all their education comes through their parents. What you happen to teach them and or what you happen to expose them to. And so... You know, with with my uh, with my youngest, my toddler Riley, uh, I would talk to her all the time. You know, back before she even knew how to speak, I'd read her all kinds of books. You know, we buy her books that were like ridiculous books. Like she has books on quantum physics, like quantum physics for babies. I'm serious, <laughs> and like uh, physics for babies, and like all oh, all these ridiculous books. And uh, we would talk to her all the time, read her read her all kinds of books, talk about all kinds of things, and she picks it up like really really quick. When before, when I was a younger man, um, I didn't really do that much stuff like that. You know, I, I wasn't really uh, so much of a, of a great teacher. You know, I just assumed that, oh, they'll just pick it up eventually. That, that's stupid on my part. That's how dumb I was. That, that's how, um, how much I didn't understand. And now I get it, though. It's like you have to teach these kids these things so they, so they know. Um, I don't really know where I'm going with that. It just... Kind of, kind of a small rant of just what it's like of, of having children and teaching them. It just today, just I just told a story about well, you know at my mom's services about how you think of things as like a boy, as a young man, and then as an actual man. Um, even though I'm I'm a growing man, I'm by no means done growing. I don't know everything. I try to make myself better every day um, and knowing that now I think it's hopefully it's making me a better person I, I know I'm better than I was at least in my own personal views I'm better than I was when I was in my 20s you know I started really changing and becoming a real man in my in my 30s you know because there, there was so much stuff that I didn't understand in my in my 20s and um, my 20 my 20s were not great not that I was like a piece of garbage or anything but it just I wasn't in a good place, and I didn't understand a lot of stuff. I didn't understand myself, but uh, but now I kind of get it. You know, I'm getting there. So, yeah, I don't want to make this this too long, because um, to be honest, I just took some pre-workout, and uh, I need to hop on the, on the Peloton bike because I haven't worked out yet today, and I've got a pretty long streak going of working out every every day. So, either I'm doing the Peloton bike. Or yoga, or a combination of the bike and, and and yoga, just trying to stay in shape during during the Rona. Uh, because I've been doing this uh, sober October, I've actually lost weight, so I'm down like five or six pounds, which is great. So that's one of the good things um, about doing sober October is because actually I don't eat a lot of food, so I usually eat like one meal a day and a snack, and I get some calories through like alcohol. You know, I've been recently in the past, like previous month or so, I've been 
trying to drink a little bit more beer. Not too much, but like one, two beers a, uh, a night. You know, other than that, um, I, I, be, I would drink uh, like Trulies, like basically hard seltzer with, um, with some added vodka. But now that I've eliminated those, eliminated those calories out of my diet, I'm slowly dropping, well not slowly, I'm dropping weight. And, uh, and it's kind of nice, you know, I'm getting the V that points to my, you know, you know, the, the V that points to, to the places, you know, I'm talking about if the ladies are listening, maybe the dudes too, maybe the dudes know too, where you get the abs and it starts pointing to where the business happens. I'm just saying, it's a great thing to have if you're a man or, or a woman, just lets you know where the, where the business is happening. <laughs> um, yeah, sorry if that was a lame joke, but I always thought it was funny. If you don't, you know, whatever, it's fine. Uh, yeah, with that, um, thank you for watching this. Hopefully I'll drop this in the next day or so. If we don't podcast tonight, um, waiting to see if uh, if Stitch can, can podcast um, tonight. Because um, me and Prodigy are free, but nobody else is really free. That's the main thing. So <laughs> we don't want to do it with just me and him. There's stuff we want to talk about. We want to talk about uh, the Mike Pence, um, Kamala Harris. I can say her name correctly now. Correctly now, Kamala Harris. I kept calling her Kamala Harris, which uh, I realized that that's the way that President Trump says it. And somebody else pointed out that he says her name wrong. And I was like, damn, I said it like him. I'm an asshole. So Kamala Harris and Mike Pence, they had a debate that we need to talk about. And um, oh, some other stuff happened. We, there's a list. But hopefully, if it's not tonight, we'll record it tomorrow. And uh, I hope you all enjoy that when it happens. I hope you enjoyed this small mini podcast thing just so we can get some content out there. So let me know if you want to see more stuff like this because I know what I said. The Infinity, Infinity Base is done. You will get more content. And uh, nobody called me out. I didn't make <laughs> any more extra content. I'm sorry. Uh, I meant to and I didn't. So, uh, But now I've got the, the camera up and running again. Um, I might need to move it around the Infinity Base after I clean up. Um, cause if, here, let me just give you a, a small example of like how messy it is right now. Like those are all comics that are just like sitting there. And, uh, if you look over whoop, that way, there's more stuff. Uh, that's just more stuff. There's a temporarily, there's like a, that's an air tank. Those are more comics down there. Um, I can't turn the camera too much more to the other direction, but there's a kegerator there with more comics on top, more comics on top of it. And, uh, yeah, sorry this is all loud. Oh, this is going to be super loud. I'm very sorry, and I can't edit that part out. So, so yeah, if you're listening to audio, that was me moving around this janky-ass um, tripod. Maybe I'll buy uh, one that has the liquid filled one, so it's, it's more quiet when I move the thing around. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Anyway, I apologize. Anyway, I know I said goodbye five times now, but this is real. I'm out this game. Peace, thanks for watching.